وبعد خمسين وعام تالي أسري به والصلوات فرضت خمسا بخمسين كما قد حفظت والبيعة الأولى مع اثني عشرا من أهل طيبة كما قد ذكرا وبعد ثنتين وخمسين أتى سبعون في الموسم هذا ثبت من طيبة فبايعوا ثم هجر مكة يوم اثنين من شهر صفر فجاء طيبة الرضا يقينا إذ كمل الثلاث والخمسين في يوم الاثنين ودام فيها عشر سنين كملا نحكيها أكمل في الأولى صلاة الحضر من بعد ما جمع فاسمع خبري ثم بنى المسجد في قباء ومسجد المدينة الغراء ثم بنى من حوله مساكن ثم أتى من بعد في هذه السنة أقل من نصف الذين سافروا إلى بلاد الحبش حين هاجروا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم السلام عليكم دي brothers and sisters and welcome back to our lessons on the seerah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taking al-urjuzat al-mi'iyya fi dhikri hali ashraf al-bariyyah authored by Ibn Abil'iz al-Hanafi rahimuhullah We have reached the second part of line 35 where the Sheikh says rahimuhullah Wa ba'da khamsina wa'amin tali Usri bihi wassalawatu furidat Khamsan bikhamsina kama qad hufidat after 50 and following one year, he made the night journey and the salah, the prayer, was made a religious obligation, five for 50, as it has been preserved. The author here, rahimahullah, he mentioned half a line of a verse and the line of poetry that followed it is about the night journey, or al-isra and the mi'raj, the ascension of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَبَعْدَ خَمْسِينَ وَعَامٍ After 50 and following one year, meaning after 51 years from his birth, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So 11 years after prophethood. Ibn al-Jawzi rahimahullah, he said, when he reached, when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam reached the age of 51 and 9 months, he made the night journey. And the Shaykh, he said, usri bihi, he made the night journey. And al-isra is the night journey, or to take journey by night. And this is referring to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam's journey from Mecca to Bayt al-Maqdis. And in the same night, he sallallahu alayhi wasallam ascended, he made mi'raj through the heavens. And there, the five daily prayers was made obligatory, was made a religious obligation. And as the Sheikh said, five for fifty. Meaning you perform khamsan, five, but the reward bi-khamsin is for fifty. And then the Sheikh said, كَمَا قَدْ حُفِظَتْ As it has been preserved by the authentic sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now Ibn Kathir rahimahullah, he mentions in his book, Al-Fusul fi Sirat al-Rasul, that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam physically made the night journey as it has been authenticated by the statements of the companions and scholars of Islam. He made the night journey from Masjid al-Haram to Bayt al-Maqdis riding on 
Al-Buraq and accompanied by Jibreel alayhi salam. He landed there and led the prophets in prayer at Bayt al-Maqdis sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Then the Shaykh continues to say, when Ibn Kathir rahimahullah, afterward he ascended that night from there to the lowest heaven. Then he went to the next heaven, then to the third heaven, and then to the one that followed. Then he went to the fifth heaven, and then to the one that followed. Then he went to the seventh heaven. He saw the prophets at their stations. Afterward, he ascended to the Sidrat al-Muntaha, where he saw Jibreel in the original image in which Allah created him. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made a religious obligation upon him, the prayers that night. So this is briefly the Isra and Mi'raj. And as we mentioned, the Alamah mentioned that this happened a few years before the Hijrah. Moving on to line or verse 37, which talks about the first pledge of allegiance at Al-Aqabah. The Sheikh says, Rahimuhullah, The first pledge of allegiance was with 12 from Tayba, as has been mentioned. The Sheikh says here, Rahimuhullah, The first pledge of allegiance, meaning the first pledge of allegiance at Al-Aqabah. And Al-Aqaba is a place located outside of Mecca. And this first pledge, as the Sheikh mentioned, meaning 12 men who were min ahli Tayba. Tayba meaning from Medina, as has been mentioned in the books concerning the seerah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Ibn Ishaq rahimahullah, he said, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to make his religion the uppermost, strengthen his prophet and fulfill his promise to him, the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam went out to the festival of al-Hajj where he met a group of the Ansar. So he presented himself to the Arab tribes just as he does at every festival of al-Hajj. So when he was at al-Aqaba, he met a small group from the tribe of al-Khazraj. Allah wanted good for them and they accepted and responded to what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam called them to and they believed in him. Afterward, they left returning to their people. Ibn Ishaq continues rahimahullah and says, When they returned to their people in Al-Madina, they conveyed to the people about the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and they propagated the religion of Islam and it spread amongst them. The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam's name was mentioned in every house of Al-Ansar until the following year. A group of 12 from the Ansar came to the festival of Al-Hajj and met the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam at Al-Aqaba, the place of the first pledge at Al-Aqaba and made an agreement with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam to uphold the woman's pledge of allegiance which came before the religious duty upon them concerning war. Now, Sheikh Abdul Razak al-Badr, Hafizullah, he said, what is understood by Ibn Ishaq's statement to uphold the woman's pledge of allegiance, or bay'at al-nisa, is that they made a bay'ah, or a pledge of allegiance, mentioned in Surah Al-Mumtahina, in Surah 60, Ayah 12. And in Bukhari a Muslim, on the authority of Ubadah ibn al-Samit, radiyallahu an, who said, I was among those luqaba' meaning selected leaders, who gave the Pledge of Allegiance to Allah's Messenger. We gave the Oath of Allegiance that we would not join partners in worship besides Allah, would not steal, would not commit illegal sexual intercourse, would not kill a life which Allah has forbidden, would not commit robbery, would not disobey, meaning Allah and His Messenger, and if we fulfilled this pledge, we would have paradise. But if we committed any of these sins, then our case will be decided by Allah. So my dear brothers and sisters, in these lines we learnt that the Prophet ﷺ initially met six pilgrims from the Ansar, specifically from the Khazraj tribe from Medina. 
and they accepted Islam and went back to Medina. And the following year, 12 came back during the time of Hajj as well, and they took the first pledge of Al-Aqaba, as we just mentioned. Then the Shaykh speaks about the second pledge of Al-Aqaba, or the second pledge of allegiance at Al-Aqaba, in verses 38 and 39. He says, After 52 years, they arrived 70 during the festival. This is well established. They came from Tayba, making their pledge. Afterward, he وسلم, migrated from Mecca on a Monday in the month of Safar. So the Shaykh he says here, وخمسينه, After 52 years, meaning from the birth of the Prophet وسلم, or 12 years after prophethood, Atta, they arrived to him, the Prophet meaning 70 men. During the festival or during the season of Hajj. This is well established, meaning in the authentic hadith of the Prophet. They arrived from Tayba, making their pledge, meaning to the Prophet. And the second time at Al Aqaba. Afterward, he migrated from Mecca on a Monday in the month of Safar. Now, this is one of the views, my dear brothers and sisters, that the Prophet ﷺ migrated in the month of Safar, or there are some scholars who say that he migrated in Rabi'a al-Awwal. Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, he says in Al-Bidaya wa Nihaya, his migration وسلم, was in the month of Rabi'a al-Awwal, 13 years into his prophethood. This occurred on a Monday, as related by Imam Ahmad on the authority of Ibn Abbas, عن, that he said, your Prophet was born on a Monday. He left Mecca on a Monday. He received Prophethood on a Monday. He entered Medina on a Monday. And he passed away on a Monday. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Then the Shaykh in verses 40 to 41, he speaks about the migration to Medina. But before we do that, my dear brothers and sisters, we'd like to revise the events before the Hijrah to Medina, meaning the Meccan stage of the Da'wah. As we said in our previous lesson, the ulama grouped the da'wah of the Prophet وسلم, over two periods. The Meccan stage, the first 13 years of the da'wah of the Prophet وسلم, so from the time the Prophet وسلم, was 40 and commissioned as a prophet until he migrated to Medina. And this is 13 years. Then the second period or the second stage is the Medina period. And this is the next 10 years until the death of the Prophet وسلم, and this went for around 10 years, which totals 23 years of the prophetic mission. From when the Prophet وسلم, was 40 years of age, until he died at the age of 63 So recapping the Meccan stage, the Prophet وسلم, was born in the year of the elephant, or Aam Al-Fil, and he was born an orphan. And when he was four years old, وسلم, the incident of the splitting or opening of his chest happened. That when he was six years old, his mother Amina died at Al Abwa. He was then taken into the care of his grandfather Abdul Muttalib. Then when he وسلم, was eight years old, his grandfather died and he was taken into the care of his uncle Abu Talib. When the Prophet وسلم, was 12 years old, he went on a trading trip with his uncle Abu Talib and amazing signs were seen regarding him including the incident with Bahira the monk. And as we said, this incident is disputed over by the scholars of Hadith. Allahu alam. 
that when the Prophet ﷺ was 25 years old, he married Khadija radiallahu anha. When he was 35 years old, the Kaaba was rebuilt and the black stone was put in place by the Prophet himself ﷺ. When he was 40 ﷺ, he received the first revelation, the first few verses of Surah Al-Alaq or Surah Iqra. Then after that he received the second revelation, the first few verses from Surah Al-Muddathir. Then after three years of prophethood, he وسلم, was ordered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to openly proclaim the message after it was initially a private or secret call. And this is when the mushrikeen began the persecution of Muslims. In the fifth year of prophethood, when the Prophet وسلم, was 45 years old, the first hijrah to Abyssinia took place in the month of Rajab. As the ulama said, 16 Muslims made the hijrah, 12 men and 4 women, and they returned in that same year, in Shawwal of that same year, after hearing that the Meccans had accepted Islam, and then around 100 made the second hijrah to Abyssinia, or Al-Habasha. Then in the sixth year after prophethood, when the Prophet وسلم, was 46 years of age, Hamza and Umar both accepted Islam Then in the seventh year after prophethood, the Quraysh boycotted the Muslims and also Banu Hashim and Banu Muttalib and this boycott lasted for around three years. Then in the tenth year after prophethood, after the boycott had ended, Abu Talib passed away. Then a few days later, Khadija passed away عنها, and the Prophet also made his trip to call the people of Ta'if to Islam. And also shortly after that, he married Aisha and also Sauda And after that, it's also mentioned when the Prophet was 51 years of age or on the 11th year after prophethood. And some said it happened in the ninth year after prophethood. The Isra and Mi'raj took place and also the five prayers were made obligatory during this journey. Then also after that, the miracle of the splitting of the moon occurred. And as we said, some have said that this happened in the ninth year after prophethood. Now in the twelfth year after prophethood, the first pledge of Al-Aqaba took place. In the thirteenth year after prophethood, when the Prophet wasallam was 53 years of age, and the second pledge of Al-Aqaba took place during the days of Hajj. And this leads us to the Hijrah. And this is what the Sheikh mentions in lines 40 and 41. He says, Rahimullah. فَجَاءَ طَيْبَةَ الرِّضَى يَقِينًا إِذْ كَمَّلَ الثَّلَاثَ وَالْخَمْسِينَ فِي يَوْمِ الْإِثْنَيْنِ وَدَامَ فِيهَا عَشْرَ سِنِينَ كُمَّلًا نَحْكِيهَا He arrived in Tayba, pleased for certain as he completed 53. On a Monday he arrived and remained therein for a complete 10 years as we have reported. To the Shaykh, he says here, Rahimuhullah, Faja'a Tayba. He arrived in Tayba, meaning the Prophet وسلم, arrived in Medina as an immigrant, pleased. And as we know, the Prophet وسلم, is described as having a perfect state of contentment and satisfaction with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yaqeenan, for certain that this is a matter well established and affirmed. As he completed 53, meaning 53 years of his life, on a Monday, meaning he's entering to Medina, was on a Monday. And he remained therein, meaning in Medina, for 10 years until he passed away. Meaning as we have reported, in accordance to what has been mentioned in the various versions of the hadith concerning this matter, such as the hadith of Ibn Abbas, عن, that he said, 
The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was sent with the message of Islam at the age of 40. He remained in Mecca for 13 years receiving revelation. Afterward, he was ordered to migrate in which he did so for 10 years and he passed away at the age of 63 sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then in verse 42, the Sheikh mentions about the Salah being made four units after initially being two units. He says, Rahimullah, أكمل في الأولى صلاة الحضر من بعد ما جمع فاسمع خبري. The prayer made by the resident was perfected within the first after it was assembled. So listen carefully. أكمل في الأولى meaning the first year after the migration of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم صلاة الحضر the salah made by the resident it was perfected meaning صلاة الظهر عصر and عشاء became four units four ركعات. After they were initially two, as is found in Bukhari and Muslim, and reported in the authority of Aisha radiallahu anha that she said, "Furidat salatu rak'atain." ثم هاجر النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ففرضت أربعا وتلقت صلاة الصفر على الأولى. Originally, two rak'at or two units were prescribed in every prayer. When the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم migrated to Medina, four rak'at were enjoined. While the journey prayer, meaning the traveler's prayer, remained unchanged, meaning at two units of prayer. And as we said, my dear brothers and sisters, this is referring to the prayers of Dhuhr, Asr, and Isha. They went from two to four raka'at. But as for the traveler's prayer, then they remained at two. So if someone was to travel and he meets the conditions of being a traveler, it is from the sunnah to shorten one's prayer. To pray Dhuhr, Asr, and Isha with two raka'at. But as we know, Fajr is two raka'at and Maghrib is three. The Sheikh says, Min ba'di ma jamma'a, after it was assembled, meaning the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam praying Salatul Jum'ah was only performed in Medina after his migration. As for Salatul Jum'ah, it was established in Medina before his migration sallallahu alayhi wasallam fasma'a khabari. So listen carefully, meaning with comprehension and acceptance. The Ibn Kathir rahimuhullah, he says in al-bidaya wa nihaya that when he sallallahu alayhi wasallam left Quba, he was riding on his shikamu al-qaswa on the day of Jum'ah, and it was midday, or waqtu zawal and he was in the community of Dar Bani Salim bin Awf. So he led the Muslims in Salatul Jum'ah there in a valley named Ranuna, and this was the first Jum'ah that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam led the Muslims in Medina or anywhere else because and Allah knows best he nor his companions were able to gather in Mecca in order to establish a single Jum'ah that had a sermon only because of the severe opposition and harm they would face. Then the Sheikh moves on and speaks about the building of the Masjid of Quba. He says, Rahimuhullah, Afterward, he built the Masjid in Quba and the beautiful Masjid of Al Medina. Afterward, he built the Masjid, as is well known, in Quba. And Quba, my dear brothers and sisters, is a well known district located roughly six kilometers south of the Prophet's Masjid Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So the first thing he Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did upon arriving in this district in which he settled in the house of Banu Amr bin Auf was building this blessed masjid. And as Shaykh Abdul Razak al-Badr mentions, this demonstrates the obligation that the masjid has which is 
that it should be the primary concern of the Muslim. If he lives in an area, the masjid should be at the forefront of what he must have in his mind. Meaning, my dear brothers and sisters, when we are selecting a place to live, the first thing we should think about is where is the closest masjid. Ibn Kathir rahimahullah, he mentions in Al-Bidayah wa Nihayah, when the Prophet's camel descended in Medina, the first place he went to was the house of Banu Amr bin Auf, which is in Quba, as we previously mentioned. So he stayed there for a few more days, as the scholars have mentioned. Some say it was for 22 nights, while others say it was for 18 nights, and some say it was roughly for 10 nights. Musa bin Uqba said it was 3 nights. And the most well-known time was what Ibn Ishaq rahimahullah and others have mentioned that the Prophet wasallam stayed with them from Monday until Jum'ah. He built during that time Masjid Quba, which is a noble and praiseworthy place of worship. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed about it. The Masjidun usisa ala taqwa min awwali yawmin ahaqwa an takuma fee. فيه رجال يحبون أن يتطهروا والله يحب المطهرين. Verily, the masjid whose foundation was laid from the first day on piety is more worthy that you should stand therein to pray. In our men who love to clean and to purify themselves, and Allah loves those who make themselves clean and pure. Surah Tawbah, Ayah 108. Anyway, Kathir says, just like we discussed the affirmation of that in the tafsir, meaning tafsir ibn Kathir, we also mentioned the hadith in Sahih Muslim. Then the Shaykh says, وَمَسْجِدَ الْمَدِينَةَ الْغَرَّائِ And the beautiful masjid of Medina. Meaning he, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, built his masjid in Medina. He, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, purchased the land, which used to be a place for drying dates, owned by Suhail and Sahel, two orphaned boys under the care of As'ad ibn Burara. The Prophet sallallahu sheikh camel used to kneel down there. So he sallallahu built the masjid in that place. As it is mentioned in Sahih al-Bukhari, he sallallahu assisted in the construction of his masjid. And they used to say while working, Allahumma inna al-ajra ajru al-akhirah farham al-ansara wal-muhajirah. Oh Allah, indeed the reward for building this will be given in the hereafter. So have mercy upon the Ansar and the Muhajirah, meaning those who migrated. Now moving on to verses 44 and 45, the Shaykh speaks about the building of the Prophet ﷺ's dwellings or rooms for his family around it, meaning around the masjid of the Prophet ﷺ. He says, Rahimullah, Thumma min masakina, thumma min Afterward, he built his dwellings around it. Then arrived after that in this year, less than half of those who traveled to the land of Al Habasha when they migrated. ثُمَّ بَنَى meaning afterward he built meaning the Prophet ﷺ built من حوله around it meaning around the Prophet ﷺ's masjid مَسَاكِنَه his dwelling meaning a house for Sauda then another house for Aisha in preparation to consummate his marriage to her. Afterward every time the need for a new house came he built it next to his masjid وسلم. Imam al-Dhahabi rahimahullah, he said, it wasn't conveyed to us that he sallallahu alayhi wasallam built nine houses when he initially built the masjid. Nor did I consider he did that. He only wanted to build one house for Sauda, the mother of the believers, 
Then he didn't need another house until he consummated his marriage to Aisha in the month of Shawwal in the second year after his migration. So it is understood that he وسلم, may have built the houses at different times. Now my dear brothers and sisters, the houses of the Prophet وسلم, his dwellings were modest, were very simple. Al-Bukhari rahimahullah, he mentions in his book Al-Adab Al-Mufrad on the authority of Dawood bin Qais an, who said, I saw the rooms were made from the stumps of palm trees covered on the outside with smoothed hair. I think that the width of the house from the door of the room to the door of the house was about six or seven spans. The width of the room inside was ten spans. I think that the ceiling was between seven and eight or thereabout. Now this hadith has been rated as Sahih by Sheikh Al-Albani in Sahih Al-Adab Al-Mufrad. Then the Sheikh says, ثم أتى من بعد في هذه السنة. Then they arrived after that in this year, meaning among those who migrated. أقل من نصف الذين سافروا. Less than half of those who travelled, meaning less than half of those who migrated the second time to the land of Al-Habasha or Abyssinia or present-day Ethiopia, whereas their number was above 80 men and 18 women. So to summarize and conclude my dear brothers and sisters, in this episode we spoke about the Isra and Mi'raj or the night journey and the ascension through the heaven where the Prophet وسلم, was obligated with the five daily prayers and then we spoke about the first and second pledge of Al-Aqabah and then we spoke about the Prophet وسلم's Hijrah to Medina and the early establishment of the Islamic State in Medina. We also spoke about how the Salah was made four units after being two units and this is regarding Dhuhr, Asr and Isha prayers. We also spoke about the building of the Masjid of Quba and the building of the Prophet وسلم's Masjid and also the building of his homes for his wife Sauda and also Aisha radiallahu anha and then we also spoke about the return of some of those who had migrated to Al-Habasha or Ethiopia many years before. In our next lesson inshallah we'll continue speaking about the early establishment of the Islamic State in Medina and that which happened in the following years bi-idhnillahi ta'ala wallahu a'lam barakallahu fikum wa sallallahu ala nabina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa ba'da khamsina wa'amin tali usri bihi wa salawatu furidat khamsan bi-khamsina kama qad hufidat والبيعة الأولى مع اثني عشرا من أهل طيبة كما قد ذكرا وبعد ثنتين وخمسين أتى سبعون في الموسم هذا ثبت من طيبة فبايعوا ثم هجر مكة يوم اثنين من شهر صفر فجاء طيبة الرضا يقينا إذ كمل الثلاث والخمسين في يوم الاثنين ودام فيها عشر سنين كملا نحكيها أكمل في الأولى صلاة الحضر من بعد ما جمع فاسمع خبري ثم بنى المسجد في قبائي ومسجد المدينة الغرائي ثم بنى من حوله مساكنه ثم أتى من بعد في هذه السنة أقل من نصف الذين سافروا إلى بلاد الحبش حين هاجروا